Hi, everybody, and welcome to The Daily Grind. I am your host, Colin Morgan, and five days a week, I aim to motivate, educate, and inspire you to live the life of your dreams. I interview some of the most successful and inspiring people, along with sharing insight of my own in order for you to not only be successful in what you're doing, but prosper in business and life. The show is for grinders, people who don't just have dreams, but are willing to lay it all on the line and grind for what they want. Welcome everyone to The Daily Grind. If you're listening to this show, then you're ready. No, you're more than ready to make a change and create a massive breakthrough in your life or your business. See, I've been in your shoes and know what it feels like to be frustrated, tired, and hungry for more. What catapulted me to new heights was having a clear vision for what I wanted in life. A target, purpose, something I could work towards tirelessly something I could feel, hear, smell, and dream about. This took me three years to find, but it doesn't have to take you that long. If you need a target, a purpose, if you need a spark in your life, for a limited time, I'm offering you a free one-hour coaching session with me. That's a value of over $250. But here's the catch. I'm only offering this to five people. The first five people that book this call will get a chance to go through a one-hour sit-down coaching session with me. So if you want to be one of those five people and grab that one-hour time slot, click the link in the description to this podcast. It reads, grab your spot here. I look forward to speaking with you. Happy Wednesday, everyone, and welcome back to the show. On today's episode... We have with us Josh Wand. Now, Josh is the founder and CEO of both Force Brands and Pinata. He founded Force Brands um, in 2007 with the understanding that people are a company's greatest asset. What began as Bev Force quickly expanded into other forces Food Force, Beauty Force, and Herb Force. All of these forces make up the greater good, which is Force Brand. Now, Force Brand works with brands to build their teams and help people at all stages of their careers. Joss attributes the company's success to the unique qualities and dedication of the people involved. After years of working and building relationships with companies of all sizes, Josh found that not only did his clients need help building their internal teams, they also were looking for a better better solution to their external field staffing needs. Enter Pinata. Founded in 2016, Pinata's mission is to unleash the potential of brands and individuals through a data-driven community that elevates the freelance workforce. Utilizing a multi-sided marketplace across both web and mobile, Pinata provides a full-service, technology-enabled solution to hire, manage, and track all field-level sales and marketing programs. Over the last year and a half, Pinata and its growing team of 10 have connected thousands of brands, agencies, and freelance ambassadors across the country. In 2018, Pinata launched the first marketplace where brands connect with freelancers who also feel passionate about their mission. Pinata works with the most innovative food and beverage 
beauty, cosmetic, automotive, travel, and sports entertainment brands on the market to become the national and global platform for freelancers to work with brands they love. Prior to creating both Force Brands and Pinata, Josh held positions at Southern Wine and Spirits, AV Imports, and Sidebar Spirits in roles that included business development, management of a national sales and distribution network, and staffing the organization and instituting educational training programs for hotels and restaurant groups. Today on the show, Josh shares with us his amazing entrepreneurial journey and why people are the driving force behind businesses and how you as an entrepreneur or entrepreneur can find great people who value your brand and your mission as much as you do. So as always, everyone, grab a pen, piece of paper, sit back, and dive deep in today's interview with Josh Wand. Enjoy. Well, Josh Wand, welcome to The Daily Grind. How are you today? I'm doing really well. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you for being here. And uh, Josh, if you wouldn't mind, say for some you know listeners out there and people being first introduced to you today, just kind of sharing a little bit more of who you are and what it is that you do. Wonderful. Yeah, I, well, I'm, I'm a passion entrepreneur that also has to happens to be equally as passionate about about building brands and and uh i have the good fortune of working with you know global food beverage beauty and cannabis companies um to help them you know build their dreams by finding people to to, to run their companies and it's a, it's a wonderful place as an entrepreneur to get to, to to deal with a lot of other entrepreneurs that are that, that have challenges ahead of them and we connect people ultimately that's my gift yeah i get to do it for a living and i get to work with a lot of other great people um that are looking to accomplish big goals that's amazing and uh you know i'm i'm excited to get into this josh but you know what we kind of want to do here is that maybe build a little context like what uh would you do before what led you into being passionate about brands and becoming an entrepreneur well, so I, I used to be part of a, a, a of a beverage alcohol company that we started from scratch. This was in when I was in my early mid twenties, okay. and we had the opportunity to build a brand on a, on a on a national level. And what we realized the most challenging thing was in building this brand. It was a rum company. Um, was finding great people. Yeah, and I got tasked with with building a, a good portion of the team, and it, it became very clear to me at that point that as an entrepreneurial company that was building something from scratch there were a few resources out there to help us find people this was pre-linkedin yeah this was you know there were big global recruiting companies but nothing specifically for the beverage industry at that time um so i decided to create it from scratch wow and you know during that time, i mean i think that finding great people is is a problem that a lot of people face i mean even today um looking back on it for you what specifically was frustrating you at the time well i i felt like there, there weren't any resources specifically focused um, in the universe that I live in, which was which at the time was just the beverage industry. Yeah. And then it became very clear that there was no one doing it for the food industry, and there was few resources in the beauty industry. And then the cannabis space started to to really you know grow, and you know it's going to be massive. And what they're looking yeah. for is people that come from the brand universe. So it was really, I always look for white space, and you know some people say that's bright, and some people say it's not. And I've never been a B two. I believe you create you, you you create businesses that you're passionate about, and if you can provide a solution that makes people's lives easier, chances are they're going to want to be a part of it and they're going to utilize it. Totally. And that's exactly what we did. We decided to create a hybrid solution of a traditional recruiting firm and a job board, which was tech, technology enabled digital platform, 
and become the place to go if you wanted to hire people in the food, beverage, beauty, cannabis space or the place to find a job. And so we decided, hey, no one else is doing it. Let's give it a shot. So those early days when you, you saw the gap in the marketplace and you got kind of fired up, what were the first steps for you? What did you guys do? Oh, man, it was so hard. <laughs> it was so hard. And you don't go to – there is no college program to study this. None. I didn't study recruitment. You could study human resources. But, you know, as I've always done, whether it was when I was a younger kid and I was like, you know, an athlete or I was studying, I always you know, sought out mentors and people that have been through this journey before, mm. maybe at a different scale and befriended them and asked for advice. You know, was comfortable saying, I just don't know what to do here. Yeah. And there were fortunately there were a couple of people that had been in the business for a while that, that mentored me and, and, and shared with me, you know, how the business process worked, what the opportunities were and. And, you know, I learned a lot for a couple of years, but I, I, built, I developed the business model while I had a job. I always felt that while I was still running the rum company, I felt that if I could build this model and get it to a point where it was sustainable and I knew that I could justify paying myself, then I'd be in a good, I'd be in good shape and I could just take the leap. Yeah, that's And that's what I did. So nights, weekends, early mornings, late nights, you name it, every ounce of my energy, every bit of my soul, every second of time that I had – if it was not focused on, on, on performing the job that I currently had at a high level, it was 100% focused on building the new business, 100. Where do you think that hunger comes from for you? Because there's a lot of people out there who have a job, but in their off time, they'd rather you know sit down and watch Netflix or do things outside of building who they are, but they're unhappy with their current situation. For you, like, where did, where did, did you always have that hunger in you? Well, I always, I always knew I had a choice, hmm. and I believe that regardless of what I did, whether I was 14 years old delivering groceries, or whether I was working at a car wash when I was in high school, or whether I was, you know, in a college internship in Japan, I was working harder than anyone else could possibly work because I believe that there is a thing such as talent and there's skills, yeah. and you're born with talent and skills are developed. And I always figured if I could develop the best skills and be the hardest worker and add the most value, I would meet incredibly incredible people and I would break through and I'd learn more. Love it. And so I always had that mindset, but I but I also really I realized that I have a choice. If I'm gonna take a job when I'm fourteen or when I'm thirty five, I better do something I like. And if I do something I like and I do something I enjoy I enjoy and I work harder than anyone else, chances are I'm gonna be better than anyone else at it. Yeah. And so that's really always been my mission is if you're not happy, make a change. Don't complain about it. It's hard, but don't waste your time watching Netflix or movies all day because I have so many friends that I love and respect a great deal on a personal level, but they're sitting around all day and they're complaining about the circumstances. Don't complain. No one wants to listen to it. You know, Ask for help. Do something about it. Write it down. Take a step. And so when I did this, I never knew um, you know, how. I knew what I wanted to do, and I knew why I wanted to. Mm. I knew it was impactful me and I wanted to help, you know, millions of people get jobs and I wanted to help companies and entrepreneurs grow. I knew that I knew I'd figure out the how and yeah. the how is getting really good people around you to deliver your mission and your vision. And that's what I do for other companies. I had to figure it out for myself. Yeah, that makes so much sense. And I'm a big believer in how you do one thing is how you do everything. And mm -hmm. that's something you figured out at a really young age. Is that something that was taught to you or is that something that you just innately had? It's something that that, that that I knew I was capable of. And the people that I respected most when I was a younger child mm -hmm. were incredible athletes or incredible business people. And I just saw the way they 
they, they lived. And I had, I, I just, I, I would try to get to know them. Even if I was a kid, I would get around adults and say, how do you do this? How do you think about this? And I was so, I've always been so driven. It's, motivation and drive are totally different. A lot of people can be motivated, motivated to say something. I agree. You have to be driven to do something. Yeah. And I've always been driven because I love accomplishing things. I love winning things. And I, for myself, not to defeat other people, for me, mm -hmm. I love that accomplishment, whether it's, you know, um, whether it's something that's physical, something that's mental, something that's spiritual, I believe all of those collide and, and that's what creates, you know, great breakthroughs. But, um, a lot of it was, um, was watching my dad when I was younger. He had incredible work ethic. He was a dentist. He wasn't about entrepreneurial scale and explosive, dyna explosive dynamic businesses. Yeah. He was about putting the time in and, and having integrity in his work. And, um, and my mom was all about follow your heart and follow your passion. You can do whatever you want in this world. And I think when that collided and I started watching other mentors that worked so hard, I said, wait a minute, I have the ability to accomplish whatever I want. And no one else in this planet has enough energy to apply towards me not succeeding. <laughs> it might be in my head, but yeah. you've got the road lights. So just follow through with what you do with integrity. Be honest. Do what you say you're going to do. Get the right people around. You work harder than anyone else at that one specific thing, and you're probably going to be successful. Yeah, totally. And I think what you did was was smart and it's what a lot of people should do. I mean, you're working at the rum company, building your other business. In your early and mid twenties, as you were, you know, starting this rum company or you're working in this startup, what did you learn the most from that experience? People build companies. Yeah. There's lots of ideas out there. And one of the things that I really learned is, is you own and operate a business. You never want to be the smartest person in the room. Yeah. You never want to be able to do everyone's job better than they can do. Now, a lot of people say they do. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't know I do. You have to know how to do everyone's job for sure because at the beginning you have to do it all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you have to manage QuickBooks and you have totally. to manage sales and you have to do all your marketing and you have to do all your operations, the collections, everything. But is it, what I realized was the quicker you can check your ego and get out of the way – and put a plan in place to hire people that are the best at what they do and trust and empower them and don't control them, just put controls in place for them so they have the right guardrails and they're in the right lane, you really start to grow. Yeah. Because people want to be empowered and you got to let them do it. So what I realized, I realized the power of hiring because I saw these great companies out there and the ones that were experiencing dynamic, huge success had the best people, always. And sometimes you see great ideas that don't. And it's a shame. So I always wanted to be on the, I always wanted to err on the side of having the best people around me. Yeah, totally. And what are some qualities or, or what are some looking at the companies that are able to attract the real top end talent, right? There's people out there starting businesses who want to start attracting top end talent. What are some things that they can do in order to attract that talent and find that talent? First step, my feeling is to be vulnerable and ask for help. Mm -hmm. With your mentors, with your board members, with your investors, with your advisors, say I'm really good at these three things. I need help here. Yeah. Like I got, I, like I, I could, I could, I could pretend that I'm the best in class at, at these, at these three things in operations or sales or finance, but I'm not. And with the second you can open up and admit that um, your blind spots and your vulnerabilities, the higher likelihood you can start getting advice and find out from other people that have been through that journey what type of people you need around you. And yeah. I believe that that is step one. Yeah, it's it's like it's becoming self-aware of what you're good at and what you're not, right? Mm, oh, oh, absolutely. 
Yeah. And I think that's super difficult for, for people to do is, is to be vulnerable because especially when you're starting, you don't want to admit that you suck at the three of the five things that you're doing, right? You want to think that, oh, I'm great. I'm great. It's all this positivity. I got to keep positive. It's tough. Well, it is tough. And it's the last thing investors want to hear. It's the last thing partners want to hear. They want to hear how it can help. They yeah. obviously know you're doing a lot of things great and vice versa. If you're running a business, like, you know, to look at it and call, you call a customer that's supporting you and say, hey, tell me all the great things we're doing is a lot less beneficial than saying, asking, what are the things I can do better as a company? How can we be better partners for you? How do you recommend we can improve? That's how you learn and that's how you grow. So whether it's externally with your, with your customers or your clients or whether it's internally um, with people that you have around you, um, I, I, I really feel that asking for help and listening is, is so important. And that'll give you the tools. They're usually really simple things. It's yeah. not that complex. Um, it is when you bury it under your feelings. Totally, totally. And, you know, it's it's been a common thing of, of this podcast of you asking for help and having mentors and having advisors. What do you look for when you're trying to find a mentor? And then the second part of that question is, is are you investing? Are you paying for their help? That's a great question. It's, it's, that's a that's a great great question. Um, the first portion of that um, in in searching for mentors or advisors mm-hmm. or um, identifying people that have been through a similar journey, yes, and have experienced a type of success that you plan on experiencing, and you know making sure that you know you get in front of them. And it's hard. You gotta you gotta you, you gotta circle around. You gotta ask for introductions. You gotta. Figure out, you know, how you can potentially sit down, invite someone who is a lot more powerful and a lot more, you know, experienced than you professionally, and ask them for coffee. And you buy the coffee. Don't ever let them buy the coffee. Yeah. It doesn't even matter if they have ten times more money than you. You have to respect people's time. Agree. And what I find is, um, a lot of great, experienced, you know, gurus, if you will, in any field, whether it's professional or spiritual or whether it's philanthropic. You know, they found mentors along their journey and they mm-hmm. want to give back and they want to help and they want people that are open. To say, I don't have this figured out. You know, can, can, are you willing to spend more time with me? I agree. And very often you can have those coffee meetings and people will do it just because it makes them feel good. And sometimes they may never want a penny from you. You get to a point where you start to plan your business and maybe you're building an advisory board or board of directors. And I believe that's not about shiny objects and logos. That's about people and human beings and professionals that are really willing to give you the time on Sunday when you're super stressed out, you know, yeah. on a Monday morning when you don't know what to do and you know they're going to pick up no matter what. And those are the type of advisors and mentors that, that, that I feel can be most helpful. And it also depends on a different stage of, of scale of your company. If you are an entrepreneur, you're looking to be an entrepreneur. There's certain people building a business from zero to 20 million is much different than 20 to 100. There's yes. People that have different you know, skill sets that can add different types of advice and guidance throughout those chapters, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, I also believe that you get what you pay for in life. Totally. And not not everyone's got their hand out. But a lot of these advisors and mentors, I mean, if if, if they're compensated in any way, whether it's cash, whether it's equity, whether it's profits, interest, um, whatever's appropriate for your type of business, when you're willing to commit something financially and they're willing to commit, people are just much more accessible. And it's like a real partnership. So I wouldn't put a number on it, yep. but I found that when I do get to a point where I trust a mentor enough and I say, hey, listen, I'd really love you to sit on our board or I'd really love you to sit on an advisor and come up with an arrangement that works for you, they feel valued. 
you know, they feel appreciated. And they might not, they might not know, you know, they might realize they're not getting paid what they would if they were to sit on some global Fortune 100 company's board. Yeah. But, but you, you, it's, it's a mutual level of respect and valuing people's time. And then there's those people you can just have coffee with every now and then. It's very appropriate as well. Yeah, it's just finding that right balance, right? And I think it's, again, it's going back to that self-awareness of who you are because I think there's a lot of people out there who are looking for mentorship, but it's kind of like them reading books or podcasts where they're consuming, but they're not putting any action behind it. And I think sometimes when you do invest, it forces you to put some action behind it. Yeah, I mean, to your point, you're absolutely right. I think, listen, like, listen to podcasts, like, daily grind or you know listening to a a motivational podcast from someone that you respect a lot that's great replace that with your tv totally i agree replace that i agree that's step one yeah that's step one you got to do that every day i listen to at least podcasts two podcasts or 20 minutes you know worth of motivational talks because it just it just it just fires me up gets you in the Um, right energy and state yeah but nothing replaces doing Mm -hmm. nothing replaces that grind and if you think it's going to happen for you or if you're waiting for the right time, it's never going to happen ever. And you just got to take that first step and do it. And you got to get in front of the people and they're going to say no at first or they're not going to respond to you at first because they don't know you. And there's probably another hundred people yeah. that are trying to reach out for these mentors. So figure out a thoughtful way to connect, you know, figure totally. out some way that would appeal to them that would show some gratitude or some excitement where they'd say, you know what? Spending 45 minutes to an hour with that person, that'll be worth my time because it just seems like it's the right type of energy. <laughs> it's yes. like making friends, you know? 100%. You're trying yep. to get a date. It's like you got to treat people with respect so they really want to spend time with you. It's important. And and it's walking towards that fear as instead of shying away from it. Well, precisely. I believe so many people think it's so daunting. There's so much. Yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> stuff to do. There's always a lot of stuff to do, but you got to start with one thing. And then it's not as hard because you're doing (laughs) and you're gaining momentum and you just keep doing. And all of a sudden those 10 steps seem manageable. But what you realize was it was a monstrous project you just worked on, but you got it done because you weren't afraid to start. Yeah, I totally agree. And, you know, one thing that I'm a big believer in, Josh, is like I believe that the results we get are the reflections of the habits and behaviors that we have. And looking at you, obviously, you're getting some amazing results. And I always love to ask, like, if you could share with us maybe some habits and some behaviors that you implement and do on a daily basis, which help you stay on task, motivated, and get things done throughout the day. 100%. Um, You know, there's quite a few things that I do. One, I get up earlier than everyone else. Mm -hmm. I get up, I'm up at 445 every morning. Um, you know, I do some deep breathing. I, you know, I, I drink some, some, some cold water. Um, I activate my mind. I do not put an electronic device in my hand for the first 21 minutes of the day. I never do. Hmm. I never do. I, I turn on the lights and I make sure my head's clear and I do some breathing. And then I go to, I leave my, I leave my house and I go to a safe space where I love to work every morning for an hour and a half. And before I start working, I typically write in a gratitude book. And I write a few things that I'm very grateful for. Could be I'm grateful for you know someone on my team that I love. I'm grateful for the fact that my wife and I got to go on a vacation a month mm-hmm. ago. Um, I'm grateful for the fact that I'm going to have a really big meeting today that I've been trying to get for three months. But instead of writing it down, I feel it. You know, I gotcha. try to really feel what that emotion is, or if it's something that I'm grateful for that I know is going to happen. 
um, you know, I, 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 I put myself in my shoes at that specific moment as if it already happened. And I always write down three things that I'm hoping to accomplish for the day in the morning. And, you know, at the end of the day, I write down um, the three things that I did accomplish. But then after I'm done working in the morning, about eight o'clock, I go to the gym and I sweat <laughs> for about 45 minutes okay. every single day. And wow. I clear my head and I separate it. And that's when I think through what's happening for the day. It's not even about physical wellness. It's about it, it's about spiritual and mental health. Yes. And 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 then the rest of the day I meet with people and it's a ritual. And I believe goal orientation is critical. And it's very easy to say I want or I need. But I find when I write, the, like, I had the big audacious goal, something that I was going to accomplish by March 15th, a huge one for me. Mm -hmm. And I wrote it down at the beginning of the month. I actually had no idea how it was going to get accomplished. Most people would say I was crazy. It happened on March 6th. Wow. And I didn't even see it. The universe just, because I was working towards it, every single morning I thought about it. Who can I call? How do I get to someone that's closer to this? And I believe goal orientation is so critical and um, I just bought a book that was really interesting, um, really cool from Impact Theory that, that enables you to track your annual, your quarterly, your monthly, your weekly and your daily goals. And they're simple and it helps you refine what's most important. Really? So what is yeah, that book? It's um, it's um, it's Impact Theory. Um, there's a gentleman named Tom Bilyeu. Yep, of course. Um, who used to own Quest Nutrition. Yep. He was a client we worked with. And I was listening to this podcast and he had this book and I ordered it. And I just ordered it for someone else. <laughs> it's sometimes it's so it's so simple the way that it was broken down, and it really helps me navigate my day in an organized way that works with my lifestyle. So I start, and then I feel like you, you know you get up earlier than everyone else, and you plan, and you show gratitude, and you really appreciate things, and you give a lot, and you don't expect in return. Man, amazing things start to it's happen. Powerful. Mm -hmm. That's truly, mm -hmm. and, I, and I love what you said there about not just writing it down, but feeling it. And I think that's something that even I can start to do because I write it down, but oftentimes it just becomes a, a routine. It becomes something that you do, but sitting there and not only writing it down, but taking a minute to actually feel it. I mean, I can see how powerful that is. And you know, what's really, really a powerful thing. And, um, I, I've started to practice it. And I'm not perfect at it. I always working to improve and do mm -hmm. it more. As well. But there's something that's really important to me. I'll, I'll, I'll go in a dark room or close my eyes for five minutes, and I'll visualize what exactly that thing is. And I really put myself in the shoes yes. that, that I should be in when that happens. Nine times out of ten, it happens. I'm like ten times out of ten, it happens. Yeah. If I do it enough, because I isolate myself and and think about that one specific vision or goal, it's manifestation, and it really works. It does work. And I had a, a podcast with someone recently that we spoke about the same thing. And it's just amazing how for a lot of people, it sounds kind of like, you know, whoosh, whoosh, <laughs> like what is manifestation? But I mean, it really works when you do it properly and, and you're focusing and you're really putting your attention towards it. Agreed completely. Yeah. For you, Josh, like I'm, I'm always interested to know, you know, with people like yourself is, I'm wondering, say you had the chance to go back in time and sit down and speak with a 18 year old Josh and not necessarily change anything, but maybe just offer your young self a piece of advice or piece of guidance. I'm wondering for you what that would be. I'd say, don't be so hard on yourself, man. Yeah. You know, don't beat yourself up so much. You know, I was, I was so focused when I was, you know, 
younger, like as an early professional, like what other people's ha- what other people had or what other people thought of me mm-hmm. or what I what I didn't have. And if I if I had a meeting and I said something, I beat myself up for three weeks about it. You know, and then what I realized is no one has enough energy to think about you as much as you think about you. <laughs> yeah. Thinking about their own life. You know, they'll have an encounter with you at a meeting, but you, their life goes on. You know, they got to go over to their family. They got to go have lunch with someone else. They're not beating themselves up about the meeting. You shouldn't either. So just release it and, and, and learn from it. And if you make a, a mistake, there's really no such thing as a mistake. It's just a learning experience. As long as you don't lie, cheat, or steal, and you're honest and you have integrity, it's just a learning experience. You totally. Know? Totally. Just don't do those things. Be honest. And, you know, I, I, so I would say to myself, and I do say to myself, I wish I had, and I tell my kids this all the time. I have two little boys that I love, and I think <laughs> they're both going to be incredibly powerful entrepreneurs in their own right, whatever that means. <laughs> and um, I say, like, don't, don't sweat it, man. And people say, don't sweat the small stuff. What does it mean? It means don't beat yourself up about the small stuff. Yes. Don't let it eat you up inside. Identify it, own it, move on. Yeah. Don't let it get inside you to where it physically hurts you because it's not worth it. And that prevents you from spreading positive energy and doing what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, totally agree. Learn from it, move on, but don't let it dictate what you're going to do in the future, right? I totally am a big believer in that. It doesn't define you. Exactly. Now, Josh, if people wanted to reach out, connect with you, learn more about you and your business, where's the best places they can go? Well, they could just, they, they could, you know, shoot me a note, um, you know, josh at forcebrands.com or josh at gopinata.com. Um, you can go on our website, learn more about what we do. I, you know, two platforms, um, Force Brands and Pinata. It's all about connecting people with jobs they're passionate about. And, uh, you know, they could just hit me up anytime. Always available. Always love to talk with, with, with uh, emerging entrepreneurs that, you know, are dealing with life's challenges and opportunities. And I just, it's so fun. I always I always value those conversations. I love it. Well, everyone, I'm going to share all these links, but go ahead and visit his websites and reach out to Josh. Josh is presenting you with an email address. And like he had mentioned, what he did really well was leverage other people and, and learn from mentors and how they did it. So if you're looking to get to that next level and you feel like Josh can help you, reach out to him because I promise you he's going to really be able to impact you and what you want. And now, Josh, the way we end the show here on the Daily Grind is I'm going to give you the floor and you have the opportunity today to share with our audience the thought of the day. So one thing or one thought that we can all go home with today. It's a great question. And what I would say is what I say to myself. Um, do one thing that you love so much and that you're so passionate about. Put all of your energy into that one thing and be the best person person on the planet at that one specific thing love it do it live it manifest it and you will live the greatest life for you love it and as you can see from this interview everyone success is driven by passion hunger and today showing vulnerability everyone has to overcome obstacles everyone has a story start building yours today Today, we had the chance to speak with the amazing Josh Wan. Josh, again, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule and coming on the show here with us today. 
Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be a part of it. You know, I'm thrilled. I'm a huge fan of the podcast. It's so great speaking with you. So, so thank you. I appreciate it very much. And everyone, if you liked today's episode, you found value in it, be sure you're subscribed to the show. Leave us a comment. Drop a comment of what you liked. Also, share this out with your friends. Until next time, Colin Morgan signing off. And always remember to keep on grinding. Yeah.